and welcome to Gank, Gank That Drink, a supernatural drinking game podcast. This is season one, episode nine, Hell House and Something Wicked. Of course, you guys know that in every episode of Gank That Drink, we are going to assign ourselves each at least two drinking game rules, at least because sometimes we got to go more. And we play along with two episodes of the sometimes hilarious, sometimes frightening, always extraordinarily handsome television show Supernatural. Ah, I love when I really don't read them before. You don't read them at a time and I just put in <laughs> extra adjectives for oh, you. Oh, it's amazing. After we watch and play along with the episodes, we're going to come back here, hang out with you, and discuss them uh, while most definitely tipsy, and we will evaluate the rules we played in our quest to curate for you the perfect Supernatural Season 1 drinking game. I am Chrissy. And I am Nate. And tonight we're watching episode 17, Hell House. What? Aired March 30th, 2006, 3.76 million viewers. Yeah. Something Wicked which was episode 18, aired April 6, 2006. 3.6 million viewers. They are just sliding down how the did, rating How scale. did we ever make it to a season two? <laughs> Let alone the season The CW was thir- like... T- season 12, 12 right yeah. now they're on? Yeah. They're like, we, be- we believe in you. After, after your 3.6 and going like, hey guys, spoiler alert though. Yeah. We're going to be discussing the episodes in their entirety. And certainly in no fit state to avoid spoilers, so be prepared to hear all the grisly details of something that, listen, it's been out for 12 years. It's you should have watched time. it by now. You should have. And I feel like we don't have to do that spoiler alert no. anymore. Like, we're in Just, episode nine. Yeah. We're almost all the but way through. Once people start one. tweeting us about it, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what rules are we playing tonight? Oh, I am playing one of my favorite rules. That is broken furniture, one drink, and that is from, we played it in, it says murder furniture on here. Murder furniture? <laughs> what? Yeah, it says there's, uh, one of the times we played it, it has like a one, you know, it only happened once, but it says murder furniture. Okay. I don't know what that means. What episode was it? Could not tell you. <laughs> It doesn't say on here. All right. Sorry. My notes leave a little bit to be desired sometimes. I don't know, but it's fun. Sometimes. It's fun. I like it. Uh, that one's an all-star, yeah. Uh, I'm going to play Sammy Gets Shamed for Going to Stanford, which we played in episode four, oh. Hook and Bugs. Nice, nice. Okay. Uh, this, one, <laughs> this one is Someone Dies, two, uh, which is one drink if someone dies, two if you can't remember the name of the person who died, which is an Educating Geeks rule. We played it in episode three. Uh, Dead in the Water and Phantom skin. Traveler, yeah. Something, it says skin. Oh, skin and... Marion skin. Marion's Bloody Marion skin. Bloody Marion yeah. skin, yeah. Hmm, all right. Uh, I also got Dean Ogle's A Woman, Take One Drink. We played it in episode five, Home and Asylum, and it never happened. Mm. So we'll see. Mm. And then, is that both of yours? Yep. Okay, then we're both playing Take a Drink when we see or reference Dad's journal, the journal rule. Oh, of course, we're we're gonna keep playing Sammy. Yep. We're gonna keep playing that damn Easter egg if thing. Never pay attention. To <sighs> we never find. I mean, somebody maybe today's the day. Maybe. <laughs> maybe today. Okay. The so day. something else that we just so we're gonna talk about. Let's talk about what we're drinking. Okay. And let's talk about why that's what we're drinking and why episode nine and ten are gonna be well, maybe not episode nine, but episode ten is gonna be extra special. Is it going to be extra special? Well, we'll be. 
will be four episodes. So basically what we're doing is we're doubling up. We're recording two episodes today. Yes. It is the day. And so we're going to be doubling up on our day drinking. Yes. We are day drinking right now for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for, not for the first time in our lives. Well, no. But for the first God, time on Gang Could that you night. imagine <laughs> if this we've never day drank before and we decided to record ourselves after? It would be like we never went to a Renaissance festival. <laughs> I could just, I would want to record during the hangover after the day drinking. It's like eight o'clock and we're recording and we're just miserable. Mm -hmm. That would be the fun. That's next season. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So what are we drinking? Uh, We are drinking the unusually delicious fire roasted bloody Mary mix and marinade called Choco Flaco. Uh, Wait, Choco Flaco? (laughs) Yeah. Is there chocolate i don't think so it's all natural dairy free gluten free no hfcs non-gmo kosher chocoflaco social.com i've never had a bloody mary before so it's a bloody maria oh okay so all right very exciting all right well we are off to watch one of my favorite episodes hell house and whatever the other one is something wicked something wicked yes Okay, we'll see you on the other side. And we're back. Woo. Woo. All right. That was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so we're starting with Hell House. Uh This is definitely one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. It's so good. It's it's already already a must-watch. Just absolutely a must-watch. 100%. Yeah. So basically what happens is that there is a haunted house that teens go into and they get scared because they see the hanging body of a young woman and they sort of tell the legend of Murdoch Mordecai. Mordecai Murdoch. Okay, you're right. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Who? Great grandfather of Daredevil. Of Matthew Murdoch. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so they heard this legend about how Mordecai... Murdoch. Murdoch, thank you. Um, he couldn't feed his young uh, daughters during the Depression, so he hung them one by one, and now the house is haunted, and he, if he finds you there and you're a girl, he strings you up. So, of course, Sam and Dean go to investigate. We learn that Sam, Sam found out about it on a paranormal website called hellhounder hellhounds hellhounds.com hellhoundline.org something uh and they go to investigate they don't find anything except for a weird symbol a weird symbol and the ghost facers oh that's right they're not calling themselves the ghost facers yet though are they no not yet uh so he meets uh ed zedmore and harry Stands or wait, they they have Ghostbuster last names. So yeah. it's Ed Zedmore and Harry. It's Spangler. Spangler, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Egon's last name. Yeah. Um, who are who are like they have this really funny <laughs> thing where they're like, oh, this is an EMF, and y'all are amateurs, yeah. and you need to get out of our way because we're ghost hunters. Uh, but Par- they paranormal investigators. Yeah. yeah. So. They, Sam and Dean, think there's nothing there until a young girl actually goes into dies. the hell house, yeah, on a dare and actually dies. 
but this time Mordecai has an axe and his wrists are slit, which I don't know how they noticed that. Well, that was the after they went in after she died. Okay. Right. Because he hung her because they were, that's what draw them, drew them back in was that she mm-hmm. had been hanged. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, okay, well, now we got to go back in. And then when they encountered him at night, because that's when they snuck in because the cops are outside the house. Mm-hmm. And that's when they get the ghost facers caught by the cops. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, it's when they go back in at night after she's been killed that all of a sudden he has an axe and his wrists are slit. So they realize that the ghost. They realize in a sexy shirtless Sammy scene. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Uh, that it's a tulpa, which is a Tibetan thought ghost, yes, thought monster. So it's uh, the more people believe in the legend, the more the legend becomes real. And if the legend changes, then the actual thing changes. The tulpa changes. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. Um, yeah, so they come up with a plan to try and change the legend to say, uh, yeah, this ghost can totally ki- be killed by forty-five caliber pistols. They get sort of lazy. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't spread fast enough, and they end up, they just kill it by burning the fucking house down. Which, why was that not the plan to begin with? Yeah. It can't leave the house. Well, that, that was an assumption that they made that it couldn't leave the house. But it was in the legend that it was written online. Okay. I think. And so it ended up being that the kid who started the rumor just painted a bunch of symbols and didn't know what they were. And one of them was Blue Oyster Cult and the other one was this Tibetan symbol. Yeah. Just throw it in there. Of the tulpa. What happened? So the, at the beginning, the girl that they find dead, that was the record store dude's like girlfriend, cousin. right? His like, cousin. cousin from TCU mm-hmm. came out. How did she do such a good job of pretending that she was hanged? They show her putting makeup on herself. I don't I don't know, but I Cuz I mean, she was hanging there for a minute. Yeah. And then how does that guy go back in and like cut her down? I don't know, man. Cuz the pl- <laughs> the plan on their side of it is is weird. Like, did she go back to TCU and just like, I had a fun weekend pretending to be dead with my What'd you do this weekend? Cousin. Oh, I hung out with my cousin. Literally hung out with my cousin. <laughs> I like the idea, though, like, that's the soul of all urban legends, though, is that who did you hear it from? Some guy who heard it from some guy who heard it from his cousin yeah. who swears he was there the whole time, you know, saw it firsthand. And like, that's what urban legends are. And so I really like this story as like, if you believe in it enough. Right. This thing will become true. So is the real bad guy in this episode the internet? Ooh. 2006 Which, internet. by the way, like, I added some new drinking game rules just during this episode. I added some, wrote them down, I'm going to stick them in the thing for next time. For the last episode, I guess we can carry them over into season two. Um, but, like, Sam apparently gets Wi-Fi everywhere he goes. Small town in Texas, correct? At a, at a cheeseburger stand. At the cheeseburger stand, at the the morning diner, mm-hmm. at the hotel in 2006. Inside in of Baby. Backwoods, East Texas. Yeah. He just has the strongest Wi-Fi signal on ever. A, on a very poor laptop. So I added a drinking game rule. Um, take a shot anytime you're like, how is Sam getting Wi-Fi? How does Sam get Wi-Fi? In the early seasons. Like, yeah, obviously it's not, now. It's not plugged in. Like, because no, internet cafes in the t- in 2006, you had to like plug in your laptop 
to the internet still. No, no. Yeah. No, we had Wi-Fi in 2006, but, but it wasn't everywhere. No, it was not as... You were mostly plugging yourself into... As it is now. Yeah. Yeah. I Look, I don't know. Like, YouTube was invented I'm not an internet scientist. All I <laughs> know historian. is that, like, <laughs> I can't get good Wi-Fi signals at the McDonald's, so how is he getting them True. at a burger joint? In backwoods texas the burger joint is paying for a wireless modem and they're just giving everyone the password yeah anyway we also get in this episode a bunch of adorable pranks yes this is the, the episode where the war. boys start pranking each other and i le- like all their pranks are just so like cute and sweet and innocent but uh sammy's are super his face like, when he knows that like <laughs> Dean's about to uncover his prank. It's just so cute. Like, you don't really have to give credit to Jared Padalecki because it is just so fucking precious. Yeah. I live for that face. Turning the, the car stereo up all the way. That's, so and he's he like, gets <laughs> it was loud. And Dean's are just mean spirited. What did Dean do? Dean had the put itching powder. The itching powder one. The first one was like fun with the spoon in the mouth while he was driving. That's what started the whole thing. But then the itching powder. That that one was kind of gross. Yeah, like don't do that to someone. Don't do that to <laughs> don't someone. Don't do that to someone. Uh, but yeah, no, the prank war was fun. It was, I and it. I really like this episode because the you know obviously the ghost facers are super nerds. Yeah, and they're named after Ghostbusters, but they also say so many wonderful lines like they're like "Sweet Lord of the Rings" <laughs> and WWBD. What would Buffy do? What would Buffy do? And uh, and and the the one the uh, the little one is like she's just stronger than me. <laughs> so the little one great. who I love uh, later on when he comes into the sh- when they come into the show he uh, takes on kind of like a bigger personality. But in this one he's mm-hmm. so meek and mild. He is. Uh, that actor is from one of my favorite movies when I was a teen, which is Euro Trip. So right around that time, I think Euro I've Trip was actually uh came out around the same time so he looks like he did back when that movie came out anyway so so one of the actors too the guy who plays craig who works Mm -hmm. at the record store he is in an episode of psych where he i just saw this episode that's why it's fresh in my mind he plays a dude who poses as a high school student so he can go to like a fancy prep school and murder somebody of course that's neither here nor there. Um. So no, I uh, this yeah, I love this episode, and I, and I love that I love that the ghost facers in Supernatural are kind of like uh, the oh, what's the name of the the trio? The lone gunman. The lone gunman. Yes, in X Files, I like how that's kind of how they get treated at you know later on. Obviously, mm-hmm. this is like the introduction to them, but uh, just of such a fun character like recurring side characters which yeah. supernatural has a lot of oh, the ghost facers they always frustrate me because they've seen these ghosts and they yet they never change their they're never just like oh we should definitely listen to dean and sam mm-hmm. because they know what they're doing and we're idiots but i guess i'm but obviously that would totally undermine their characters um uh, here's what i want to know too so both times after the girl hangs herself for realsies they have to like lure the cops away in order to sneak into the building, but then the cops never come back. When like the gunshots go off, so many gunshots. Axe wielding maniacs are are flying around the place, and the cops are not ever peeking back in to check on what's happening. No, and and the co- the cops in the asylum episode, right? Mm-hmm. They stay outside. They never go like inside the asylum, correct? 
No, no, no. The one does. That's the how one he gets does. possessed. Right, right, right. So the one go- he goes inside the asylum. Then in this episode, the cops just stay outside. They don't go in to the haunted house. Like, but mm-hmm. can you imagine being being that officer and being told like you got to watch this house in the middle of nowhere that is also haunted? And a girl just hanged herself. Right. Or got home. And there's teenagers who are coming from all around trying to get into this house because they get killed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Teenagers love getting just killed. they love getting killed. They can't get enough. <laughs> and here you are and you get like duped. Both of you mm-hmm. get duped. Yeah. So easily. By what is basically like a big mouth Billy Bass yeah. singing fish thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. And like, I wonder if Heath would think this was also a cute date to be like, (laughs) I'm going to take you to this haunted house, the Hell House. I'm going to take you to Hell House. It was a group of the kids at the beginning. Yeah, it was like four. It was like three or four kids each time. But it was obviously the prank by record. And the second time that the girl who died didn't want to make out with, she chose Dare and she either had to go steal a jar from Murdabai's Murdafarder's basement or make out with a dude. (laughs) (laughs) Which. The dude, yeah, come on. Don't make that the dare. Don't make it to make out with you. Don't put that pressure on someone. Yeah, that's, that's not very right. not cool. But yeah. in 2006, we didn't know better. Right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, and like, again, lesson learned. Don't go, like, if some place is haunted, don't go there. And especially if it looks terrifying. Yeah. Like, it this just, place looked terrifying. No, they, yeah. joke, they joke that it, like, lacks curb appeal. But that's, like, the kind of place yeah. where you just look and you go, no, no, no. That is straight up haunted by yeah. the ghosts of millions of years and you know yeah and especially if they have this ur- urban legend attached to it i remember mm-hmm. uh so back in the old days it's kind of different now but at the phoenix zoo they in one of the exhibits they used to have this like uh f- it was like a fur trapper's cabin where they kind of showed you what? an authentic fur trapper's cabin what it looked like okay back in like the early days of arizona and you could walk in it and everything and i remember when i was really really young someone told me that either like the person it was in a real cabin and someone used to live in there and they were dead now or so, like someone basically told me a ghost story about this cabin and I to this day am afraid to go inside of it. I would never go inside of it. Yeah, I'm afraid to go inside. But even as a little kid, like I got this like weird like feeling of dread mm-hmm. when I would even walk up next to it. Although, like if someone was like, "Do you want to stay in this haunted hotel?" I'd be like, "Yes, oh, absolutely. I will go there." Yeah, I guess because there's other people there. I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, I don't know. I would still get a cre- like creepy feeling like inside me if I stayed in a haunted hotel, though. Mm-hmm. And I've wanted to. Uh, once for, I think, our second anniversary, possibly, Dorian and I went to stay on the Queen Mary mm-hmm. uh, in Long Beach, which is yeah. haunted. Yeah. And we did like a ghost tour and stuff. And then I made him sleep with the lights on. <laughs> nice. So. All uh, right. So let's go on to episode 18. Something, Something wicked. wicked. So this is a this is an interesting episode. There's a lot of talking in this episode. There is. Uh, so this one is basically we get the... I got it confused in the X-Files episode at the beginning <laughs> because there's this little girl and she's going to sleep and she's got this tree that the branches are far too close to her window. No one trims them. and no, it's not safe. Instead, uh, instead of the tree coming in like an X-Files, which is a thing that happens, uh, it's this... Uh, what is it called? A, 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 striga. 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 The striga. It's basically a dementor. Mm-hmm. comes in and sucks the life out of these kids and gives them some form of 
cancer or pneumonia or something. Dementor's kiss. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes in and takes this little girl, which then Sam and Dean, they get drawn to this because dad sent them. Dad sent them Mm -hmm. coordinates. So it's to this little town in Wisconsin. Dad sent them coordinates in the ultimate fuck you, I told you so way. Yeah. Which which we'll get to. Carry on. Yeah. So, and that's where we get an interesting look. I think this is an interesting episode because this episode does center around uh, an event, a kind of seminal event in the young life of Dean. Mm-hmm. And Sammy doesn't remember it, which is weird because the Strigo, when it comes in, obviously you said it's a Dementor, sucks life out of kids, and then they go into comas and dies, and it just goes from town to town in the Midwest United States dating back to 1893, mm-hmm. which we find out when Sammy does all his research in the machine that used to be at libraries that i don't know what it's called this microfish microfish that slides back and forth and they think it at first dean thinks it's going to be this old woman that he finds in the hospital Mm -hmm. on their way to very easily getting to the pediatrics unit by Mm -hmm. the way for two dudes with sketchy ids who the nurse is like wary of she's Mm -hmm. just like yeah oh you want to go see the unit with all the kids go right ahead strange man who refuses to show me his id um be be careful we keep one old lady up there. She's, <laughs> out. She's watch out for Susan. Across from the dialysis. She's room. real grumpy. <laughs> and so this, yeah, this woman, and he walks by, and the crucifix is upside down, and she's looking all sinister. So they're thinking it's a witch. They don't know what's kind of causing mm-hmm. all of this. They find out that it's this striga, and the way they find out is when he's looking at the microfish. There is the picture of the doctor. That is treating all these kids in 1893 is also with a kid. Mm -hmm. So they realize it's this guy. It's a bad dude. Amidst all of this that's going on in that you have Dean having these flashbacks, which are cool. Yeah, Dean would just like sort of gaze into the middle distance and and check out for a minute. And then we see the flashback. And I like to just like he was standing at that counter checking into that motel for like 40 minutes. And the ladies eventually like. Hey. Hey, you okay? <laughs> you good, buddy? I could you tell sh- you were having a flashback, so I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> you just had a scrubs moment there, guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so the, the he has these flashbacks of uh, when they were – dad was on a hunt. He had to watch Sammy and the Striga got in and got Sam – you know, was getting to Sammy before John came in and, you know, shot it and got it to go away, but it didn't actually kill it. So Dean knows, has dealt with this, and the reason... Why didn't it recognize, I guess, because they were children? They were, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, they were children. I I realize my own stupidness. But it hasn't come about since then, is Mm -hmm. what he says. This is the first time it's appeared in, how many, 20-whatever years, and... They had the picture of what I thought when I'm like, like I think it's a, such a cool little mark is uh, on the outside of the little girl and the first the first little girl that kind of this thing affects is this long handprint and that's what kind of tips Dean off and is like a hand rotted handprint in a wood windowsill and that's what tips him off because he's seen it before and so that's I, I like how they build that. I think that's cool. Like little, I think it's a good episode. Yeah, I think it's a really good episode because the, it's a scary villain and so. It's this Dr. Heidecker who then, instead of confronting him in the hospital because he forgot his clip. Well, also because you have to kill it while it's actively feeding. Yeah. Like it has to like do, have that whole Dementor thing where the mouth is open and it's sucking the life force out of you. You have to get it in that moment or nothing you do will kill it. And apparently a headshot in that moment. of some sort. I guess so. I don't know. But that's what it seemed like they were trying to get. Mm-hmm. And they rope in the little... So then, you know, as Chrissy said, they check into this motel which is owned by a woman who has two small boys 
and the little boy gets sick, so then they use the older boy as the bait. Yeah. They use the kid as bait for not maybe the first time, but definitely not the last. That they use a kid as bait? The first time we've used the kid as bait. Yeah. And, like, you know, Dean's whole thing is, like, well, don't you want to help, possibly help save your brother? Yeah. And and this kid is the same... Is the same as Dean was, where it's like, you're responsible for parenting, basically, right. your baby brother. We know your mom doesn't have good life skills because she completely trusts, her, A, her children and her business with two dudes she's never met before. Mm-hmm. Ever. They just have trusting faces. They're, they have handsome Every, faces. Everyone trusts have. them. Handsomeness makes moms let you care for their children yeah because it's the same thing as happens in the in the episode where they go we're home where they go back yeah. to their house and the lady's just like well i don't like it but okay come into my house like yeah two dudes i just met sure look after my kid take care of my business i gotta go never 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 never, never. no um and but in their flashback the the boys are staying in a bowling themed hotel room which is every dream i've ever had come true there's like hanging bowling pin curtains, and then there's like photos of bowlers all over, and and I love it. And in Hell House, they stay in a Western themed. They do. Room. Yes. So we get. So cool. we're getting there. Like it's yeah. getting good. The themed hotel rooms are coming in. The classic rock is coming in as mm-hmm. well. We're getting some more songs. So, and and in the end, they get rid of the Striga. They kill it. They kill it. The little and like the life forces fly in reverse order out of its mouth hole right and all the kids get better yeah and for some and and we don't get to see i want to see the epilogue to this mm-hmm, episode mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. the doctor all of a sudden dr heidecker's gone he's not there anymore and, oh, and the, all the kids just started getting better weird isn't that so strange weird. no one wants no one's and he was never heard from again ever so strange yeah i but i also like whenever there are flashbacks like this and like there uh, there's a lot over time it's this, and it's the same. It's at least the same kid Dean as in the Christmas special, which is in season mm-hmm, three. Mm-hmm. Um, but their age difference sometimes in the flashbacks, to me, it's really how far apart are they in it's, age? Especially when they get to the like high school flashbacks, mm-hmm. it seems like the disparity is quite large. I have no idea. In some of them, later. Look, on. I'm not a. I don't know. Somebody out there knows what the age difference is supposed to be, and yeah. I want you to explain it to me. Yeah, because I don't know either. Because sometimes it seems like they're 10 years apart. And sometimes it seems like they're two years apart. Yeah. At, at most. Uh, but Jensen Ackles did just turn 40. No. Yeah. Ugh. Ew. 40? Yeah. 40? Yeah. He. I did not think he would be that old. Yep. Uh, I also, on this one, uh, wrote a new drinking game rule, which is that you have to take a... Uh, uh, like, finish a drink or something whenever a stranger just gives out too much information. Bond Bond villains it, mm-hmm. or like when the police officer at the beginning of was it this one where he's just like it's Hell House where he's yeah, like Hell House, right? the, Sam and Dean just walk up to an active crime scene <laughs> where they're wheeling the body out on a gurney and he's like what happened oh a young lady uh, hung, hung herself, herself. Uh, let me tell you everything I know straight A student absolutely everything was wonderful in her life and she decided we can't to hang figure herself. it out who are who are you okay thank you citizen carry on. We're just going to give out the details of our active investigation when we know, as police officers who have watched Law and Order and Criminal Minds, that criminals skulk around crime scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's in Something Wicked where they walk up to a, a woman on a park bench watching her child play and they're like, 
where's all the kids? And she's like, oh, you haven't heard? Five or six kids in this town have gotten sick and people think it's contagious. And like, yes, single man. At the, at the park. Two dudes at the park of mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every no. mom knows if you see a single dude at a kid's park and there's no kid, that's a predator. Yeah. Never. Okay. Um, also, in this episode, so we had the Ghostbusters references as well as all the nerdy pop culture references in uh, in Hell House. But in Something Wicked, when when Sammy is naming all the places that the Striga has struck, mm-hmm. the Striga struck. The Striga has struck. He's naming the cities where the monorail has been before Springfield in The Simpsons. Ogdenville, North Haberbrook, and Brockway. Are the cities that the monorail goes to before it comes to Springfield. It's an amazing catch. (laughs) Yeah. It's an amazing catch. (laughs) Uh, And and also, uh, we brought it up at the beginning, but the old woman who they thought was going to be the villain Mm -hmm. is just an old lady in a room and her crucifix somehow got put upside down. Someone put it upside down and she's like, And if she's she's blind, how does she know? And she's Irish. (laughs) She's a weird Irish brogue and says... Uh, I was sleeping with my peepers open. Yeah. Oh, also, what's the word that Dean says? Persqueeter? Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's He's like, I want to kick him in his persqueeter. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cute. I love it. All right. So how did our rules play? Um, They were, it was kind of hit and miss. Yeah. So the Dean rule where Dean ogles a woman, that has never happened. And we tried to play it twice. So obviously, that's not a good rule. Yeah, no. So bye-bye. Uh, broken furniture. Oh, happened. Four in times. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sammy never got shamed for going to Sanford. Uh, but we saw Dad's journal five times, mostly in something wicked. And uh, someone dies. Well, we counted it twice, and then later in Hell House, you learn that that girl, the didn't first girl, die. didn't die somehow. Didn't so. die. <sighs> Not great for these episodes, but we know there's solid rules in some other episodes. Yeah. Although the broken furniture rule, I like it. That's a standby. Yeah. And, you know, the the shaming Sammy, you know, I still think that's a solid rule because it happens five times uh, in episode four. Right. Hook, hook man and bugs. So, you know, we're getting close to the end. So, you know, we're only two episodes away at this point from the end. Like, we're going to have to have, like, our closeout episode where we evaluate all the rules, how they played, as yeah. many times as we played them. And, like, we're going to have to, to finalize what our choices are. To be the perfect supernatural season one drinking game. Keeping in mind that people can either do what we're doing and draw out two randomly right. or play all of them at the same time. Yeah. Or put them up on a big board and if you're with a bunch of friends, everyone gets to choose some or yeah. draw them. Or, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So what? Oh, and then also we forgot to mention that they go. The old lady is in room 237. Yes. Which course. I think we episode we mentioned a couple episodes ago is that they're always referencing 237, which is a shining. Yes. Reference. All right. Well, be sure, tr- be shoe, be shoe, be, be a shoe. shoe, be a Nike, be shoe to two. <laughs> be sure to tune in to our next episode of Gank That Drank. We'll be watching Providence and Dead Man's Blood. And Providence, I think, is the one where I know there's a crypt Easter egg. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. Uh, and we are going to be playing along with new drinking game rules. So be sure to join us. Do you have a suggestion for a drinking game rule? Maybe a cocktail? Did you play along and want to let us know how it went? Then comment on the blog, mostexcellentpod.com, or join and comment at our Most Excellent Facebook group. 
As always, you can find out more on mostexcellentpod.com. And if you're in the Phoenix area, you can find Chrissy and Nate in their actual physical form at the National Comedy Theater, uh, NCT, or uh, find us online at nctphoenix.com. We're not spirits. (laughs) We're not. Um, Don't shoot us with rock salt. (laughs) Also, exciting announcement. I don't know. I might cut this out. But exciting pre-announcement. We might be doing a live episode of Gank That Drink at the Big Pines Comedy Festival in Flagstaff, Arizona. So maybe you can see us there. Heck yeah. Teaser. Hopefully more information on coming on that soon. All right. Thanks for listening. And uh, while you're out there saving people, hunting things, the family business, Keep your gank that drink lessons learned in mind. Don't go in that haunted place. Mm-hmm. Don't judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. And like, come on, moms, especially single moms. <laughs> don't let handsomeness get past your natural defenses. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next time. And be excellent to each other. And party, party on, on dudes. dudes.